one's gonna be, um, I don't even know, another controversial hot take, I don't know, just banging them out, why not? Uh, this one comes on the light of, or on the heels of, uh, a school shooting in the States. Oh geez, I can't remember the state. Colorado maybe? I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> this one um, stood out to me because it was a sixth grade girl uh, brought a handgun to school and shot, I think, two classmates and a teacher or two teachers and a classmate, something like that. Nobody died, um, thankfully. But it stood out because of how it stood out because of how far from the norm the shooter uh, stood it's a female school shooter which is already the low end of in terms of percentages I, I, I don't know the numbers offhand but I'm sure it's probably single digit percentages i can't think of any other female school shooters to be honest um so that already is, is an anomaly and then sixth grader which is what are they 12 10 11 regardless that's like you're not even in high school you're not even in middle school and you're bringing a gun to school and shooting your classmates so this all sort of brought some stuff to light some some ideas or thoughts or i don't know i mean I, i'm not first off not an american so i don't live in the united states um but i am uh advocate of um, freedom and and an advocate for uh complete human liberty uh complete human freedom on the grounds of being human so it doesn't matter if you're fucking american or not you're entitled to freedom like everybody else anyway uh, so I was struck, I brought up a, a point of discussion in an online forum that this just highlights how these incidents, school shootings, are so much uh, problem with society or they, they they are a symptom of a very very sick society a very very damaged and broken society and it is not an issue of access to firearms and that's the problem that both the left and the right seem to have around these issues is they think the left seems to think if we just got rid of all the guns, all of this would go away. And the right seems to think that these issues are um, overblown in order to get rid of all the guns. And that it's uh, an issue with family and fucking blah, Christianity and religion. They took religion out of the schools and now there's shootings. So that's the fucking extremes on both end. And, and they're both wrong. It's not about guns. And it's not about religion and it's not about 
any of those sort of easy to look at factors. It's about a fundamentally ill society that produces these people, these, these broken individuals. And the gun is just the easiest tool. That's all it is. If it wasn't a gun, it would be a car, or it would be a bomb, or it would be a knife, or a hammer, or weaponized anthrax, or these people would go all the way to university and get a PhD and develop a highly contagious super flu that they would unleash upon the world in their deranged suicidal madness. Or they become pilots and they, they crash their planes into the side of a mountain and take everybody with them or they go off and join a cult or a terrorist group or whatever like there's always going to be these or not always when you have a sick society there's always going to be these individuals that are just deranged for lack of a better word deranged and they are made into these monsters they are not born this way the number of people born with this monstrous drive or this monstrous tendency is 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 infinitesimal it's small psychopathy and soci sociopathy is is a very very limited diagnosis and it's very small and it's not something that really presents in a spree killing kind of way spree killers are generally people that just snap that are pushed one way or another to some extreme through bullying in the in the instance of school shooters or through feeling like an outsider or feeling un, unaccepted or unloved or unwelcomed by society or like a failure or depression or drug abuse or mental illness or brain tumors sometimes like there's always something wrong but that something is always curable i think is the main thing we need to look at with spree shooters and school shooters and mass shooters is that the issue comes down to something that can be solved except it's not easy it's not as easy as getting rid of all the guns because that doesn't stop shootings. Maybe a hundred years ago, you could have <clears throat> stopped the spread of firearms and everything else. But at this point, the cat's out of the bag. I mean, there's no putting it back in. Guns are out there. They're not going anywhere. And the only way to get rid of them all, especially in the United States, would cause a civil war. You would literally start a civil war. Because you'd have to go house to house. And you'd have to go searching everyone's belongings and institute massive tyranny and massive surveillance and all of these things. And that's the only way you can get rid of them in the United States. Other countries, similar issues. Or you're going to have mass noncompliance and it's not going to solve anything. So realistically, yeah, I mean, the cat's out of the bag. Like, there's no putting it back in. Yeah, you can make guns harder to get, but people are still going to get them. And people that are sufficiently deranged are still going to find a way to access these tools to commit these atrocities. And if it involves them getting them illegally, then that's the case. Or now, 
you can 3D print guns. And they're not the greatest, but every single day they get better. And every single day, the 3D printed firearm community uh, improves these files and, and makes these things more and more reliable to the point where eventually, probably 5-10 years, uh, a sufficiently motivated person could 3D print a comparable firearm to what's out there. You know, you can't stop the message. Like, it's already gone. The, the you know, trains left the station here. There's no putting it back in. There's no reversing it. It's too late. <laughs> the guns are out there. So how do we address the issue then? It's not just about banning guns. That's, that, that's a disservice to the victims. It's about fixing the cause, fixing the, the, the roots that create these monsters, the, the tainted soil that grows these people that are capable of committing such atrocities. And it's not easy. And that's why, that's why it doesn't get done. There's, there's obviously no political will to do it because it's difficult. And because you're going to alienate your base on both sides, right? Everybody's is so fucking tied up in their left-right party politics that nobody can see the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is society's sick and society is dying. And these are the symptoms of that. These are the free radical cancer cells that are flying through the body of society and exploding into, into chaos and violence. And whether or not you get rid of the guns, they're going to exist, especially if you don't start fixing the issue. So how do you fix the issue? Well, it just comes down to addressing the problems that are out there. So addressing poverty, systemic poverty, addressing systemic racism, addressing lack of access to mental health care and mental health care being treated as a um, luxury service, addressing broken homes, addressing violence in the culture and the media, addressing existing power structures that make these people feel powerless, uh, addressing sort of the fundamental broken core of the whole system and it's not just about schools and kids getting bullied it's about the guys at the fedex office a couple weeks ago that shot up their fellow employees these are disenfranchised people that have nothing to live for and see no way out besides a terrible useless nine to five existence and they just snap because there's nothing, no purpose anymore. There's nothing that gives life meaning anymore. And it used to be that you would find meaning in your community and you would find meaning in your family. And yes, you would find meaning in your church. Um, but slowly over time, these things have been eroded. And I'm not saying we need to go back to like... Uh, nuclear family 1950s we're all going to church every sunday lifestyle but we need to go back to a community-based lifestyle where we all support one another and we talk to one another and we treat one one another as as 
human beings and, and, and treat people with kindness and compassion and not derision and not letting people fall through the cracks or not telling people that it's their fault that they are where they are or that they should have made better life choices or whatever. Like it's about solving for these broken people. And how do you unbreak people? Well, you have to unbreak society. So I don't, I don't have the answers. I mean, obviously I'm not a fucking genius. I'm a fucking dumbass in a chair. Um, I don't claim to know every answer, but I do know that the the gut reaction or the gut solution of banning all the guns or I don't know giving everybody Prozac or something isn't the, the cure it's addressing these fundamental issues that form the core of this crumbling um, society we live in I mean everywhere you look it's falling apart and getting rid of guns isn't going to fix that and if anything it'll make it worse because guns are or or i shouldn't say guns civilian owned firearms are the single largest insurance policy against government tyranny and anyone who thinks differently need look only at history and only at China today and every other dictatorship today. And the one common factor is that the people living under these dictators do not own or have access to firearms, do not have access to the means of defense against the dictator. You look at Hong Kong, you look at the Hong Kong protests, you had an entire city rioting in the streets fighting with police to fight back against tyranny being imposed on them from china and the international community stood by and wagged their finger but no one stepped in to help and for months these people fought in the streets with all the tools they had and it wasn't enough you know they got yeah coronavirus came and that fucked things up and but they got they got swept under the rug and everything moved through and people got arrested and disappeared and never heard from again and and China just took another step toward tyrannizing Hong Kong the last sort of like free little part and there's nothing people could do cuz they're all disarmed if if those if if even ten percent of those protesters had taken up arms and had access to the to, to guns and were able to take up arms, uh, I imagine that would have gone down entirely differently. Whether or not it would have been good is debatable. I mean, is it better to live in peaceful slavery than in dangerous freedom? I guess is is the best answer there like you would have seen probably um 
just civil war and, and chaos and bloodshed and it would have been awful but at least people would go down putting up a fight against or a reasonable fight against tyranny and not just getting bulldozed by the state and you saw it happen in hong kong and everybody just kind of forgot you see it happen you're seeing it happen in myanmar now with the military coup you're seeing it happen in colombia now and it's just disarmed people getting bulldozed by the state venezuela another one no one's able to stand up and fight the government because the first thing a powerful government does is disarm the people because that's the only way to ensure that you you're able to do these things and you can point to examples yes where countries are effectively disarmed western countries but i think that their slide into tyranny and chaos is just happening slower that's the only difference I look at the uk and they've lost free speech rights they've lost free movement rights they've lost free assembly rights every year they're losing more rights <laughs> and they can't they can't fight back they can't do shit and people are literally going to jail in the uk for making jokes making offensive jokes are facing jail time and now they have a protest law where you can go to jail for just vague reasons for being vaguely involved in in a in a seditious uh protest or something so it's like it's happening it just it's slower that's the only difference the only countries that are are not able to push these horrific laws are ones where the civilians own some firepower because eventually the government will push too far and people will push back so getting rid of guns does not solve mass shootings getting rid of guns just means that mass shootings are going to be perpetrated by the government against people we need to focus on fixing our communities and local ground up development and I mean, the government's not going to do it. They've proven that time and again. They're too busy infighting. So let's do it ourselves. Let's get out there and try to make a difference and try to make the world around you better and try to improve the lives of people around you. Because that's all we can really do. You can't, you know, pick up every bullied kid and turn their life around. But if you see a kid getting bullied or you see injustice or you see things that are wrong it's time to start taking action and and standing up for what is right helping people and building a better community and by doing that we can all move forward because the government's not going to save us it's it's never going to step in and save us the only ones that can save us is us. And the only way we can do that is we're working, working together and uniting and trying to make the world that we all want, but that none of us seems to want to take a step toward. So just do some good. Make a small difference where you can. And just these little things can, you never know. 
can set things off on down the right path instead of the wrong path you know it's like the butterfly effect the butterfly effect you know could be used for evil you kind of see the maybe you shove a guy out of the way and he has a bad day and doesn't misses his train and then his wife yells at him and you know that <laughs> typical slide down into the next thing you know he's bringing a, a handgun to the office and shooting his boss the way you hold the door for the guy and then he catches his train on time and he gets a seat and has a comfortable train ride and goes home and hugs his wife and and things move on you know it's just the little tiny things can can you never know can make a huge difference and little tiny acts of meanness or cruelness or evil however small maybe impact somebody down the line that you don't see in a way that that is horrible so reverse it you know let's all try to make a positive difference and stop trying to police one another and and tell one another what we can and cannot do and can and cannot own and instead let's just help help each other out i don't know i'm just a fucking loser sitting at home working my nine to five and making shitty videos but what do i know i'm not an expert you know take me out and prove me wrong but happy to discuss i don't know if you have some better options like I mean, I can go into details, but this, this is not a policy debate. I think main thing is keep the people armed, able to defend themselves against the government and focus on rebuilding our communities and our, and helping one another and just focus on what's immediately around you and try to make it a bit better. That's all I can say. Thanks for listening. This is the Not A Person podcast, episode three, technically. I'm not really doing this in a um, serious way, so this is the most serious sign-off I'll probably do. Thanks for listening, and I will catch you next time.